0: Hey everyone, Sarah Brown-Wesling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program, and I am so excited to announce the third season of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. CCSSO's National Teacher of the Year program provides a platform for exceptional educators to elevate issues that affect teachers and their students, to expand their leadership roles, and to inform policy and practice. In this season of the podcast, 2022 State Teachers of the Year will teach us about the lessons their students keep talking about. Maybe it's the one that they come back two years later and tell the teachers about, or maybe it's the one their most recent students have asked for over and over again. This season, we are honored to have two past State Teachers of the Year conducting the interviews themselves. You'll hear Stacey McAdoo, 2019 Arkansas State Teacher of the Year, John Arthur, 2021 State Teacher of the Year, and me in conversation with our teachers throughout this season. I invite you to listen to these incredible stories.
1: Welcome to the Voices from the Classroom podcast. I'm John Arthur, the 2021 Utah Teacher of the Year, and I'm here today with Kelly Shrine, the 2022 Alaska State Teacher of the Year. Welcome, Kelly.
2: Hi, thank you for having me. Of
1: course. Kelly, would you do me a favor and just tell all of us where you teach, what you teach, and why you love teaching?
2: Sure. I currently teach fifth grade in the Anchorage School District in Alaska, and I mean, I could I could talk about that question forever. I love teaching for for so many reasons. I love my students and seeing their smiling faces every day. I love their families and getting to know where they come from and their cultures and their backgrounds. And I love being able to be that person who teaches them every day and gets to have amazing conversations with them. I love having that. Um, that opportunity it's it's a great career and I wouldn't do anything else
1: yeah and I know you love it because just before we started recording you and I were talking about the fact that you don't know exactly which grade level you're going to be teaching this year you were teaching different grade levels last year what is it that you love just about teaching generally or what makes it possible for you as a teacher to to not know exactly what grade level or content you're going to teach, but to still be so excited about getting in the classroom.
2: That's a great question. I, you know, every year I tell my principals, if you just give me a classroom full of students to teach and to talk to and to love, I'll be happy. So, you know, one moment I'll be in fifth grade, the next I might be assigned to third. And then oh you know, last minute registration numbers might indicate that we need a combination class and you know if if that's me and I get you know a one-two combination that's great because at the end of the day I still have my students I, I still have their families I still get to do what I love every day and I just being positive about it is is what gets me what gets me through there I don't feel like there's any good reason to be upset about what grade level I teach? Because, again, at the end of the day, I I have everything I want. Give me those little ones, or give me the older intermediate kids. Like I'll take them.
1: You are so cool. You must also be brilliant to be able to teach any content and any curriculum at any time.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. I'll I'd, no, I'd be no,
1: I an, will. <laughs> an anxious wreck.
2: Uh, you know, I my and my husband will tell you. I I stay up until midnight or even later sometimes, looking at the curriculum, thinking. Wait, how do I teach this multiplication strategy? Wait, <laughs> how do I do this? And I'll be reading my manual and Googling things. And my mom was a high school math teacher for 30 years. And I'll call her and I'll say, oh, I know that this is fifth grade math, but I don't understand this. And she'll talk to me about it. And I I just I don't, you know, I just don't know waking up every morning, you know, how to do things right away. Like I have to study and research just like everyone else <laughs> to make sure that I am able to reach the level of all my students. Um, and their abilities, so it it you know just it just keeps me on my toes, and I get to keep learning every year. I don't feel like I get stuck teaching the same thing every year. I have to keep my mind going. <laughs> for
1: that, I'll tell you, I am excited to hear about this lesson that you're going to be telling us about today. This lesson that your students keep talking about, because I'm guessing it's adaptable across grade levels. I'm guessing that it's the kind of thing that uh, anybody who's listening could could glean something from and use in their own practice. So please give me all the details about what you did in this lesson you want to share and what your students did throughout the lesson.
2: Sure. And yes, it is adaptable to, um, you could make the lesson towards K through two, you can make the lesson more towards intermediate grades, and I, I'll get into that when I kind of discuss my lesson, but um, a lesson that is a big success with my students each year is called Jelly Belly Geology and Rock Identification. This lesson is called (laughs) Jelly Belly Geology and Rock Identification. And I know that sounds silly um, and it does have to do with jelly beans, but it's really fun. And I feel like every year my kids they just talk about it over and over again. And it's a lesson that they want to do again, even though those core um, concepts have been taught and they've done the lesson. Um, I've heard students from past years talk about, remember when we did the activity with jelly beans and we could eat them after? Um, and I'll explain more about that too, but they they find it fun and I find it fun to teach. And I just, I wanna teach things that are fun and hands-on for the kids. And this lesson is just that.
1: Girl, um, you have me a jelly, let's go. <laughs>
2: So Alaska is rich in natural resources, and so are so many other other states in our country. So fishing um, is a big one in Alaska, forestry, mining, oil and gas, things like that. And I love um, teaching this specific lesson because I want my students to learn about the land that they live in and the resources around them and make learning relevant to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, where they are and where they're from. So um, the leading up to this Jelly Belly geology lesson, um, my students are learning about the three types of rocks and and minerals um, of Alaska and the use of rocks and minerals in their everyday life. And, of course, um, I like to incorporate fun songs. And there's a song that I learned. um, It's not mine. I'm not taking credit for it. Um, it's online, and I wish that I knew who the who the artist was, but um, just making learning fun. And so it'll start off, I'll start off with, um, you know, getting their attention like, you want to be a rock star? Let's get hype. <laughs> There's three different rocks. You want to learn every type. There's igneous, sedimentary, metamorphic. You got to study them all and don't forfeit. You got to be a rock star. And so they all kind of look at me. I know. And they, nice. go, they go, what is this? teacher doing what is she saying because you have to have that hook you have to get them to go huh what are you talking about so leading up to that lesson we talk about those three types of rocks again you know they've been kind of learning about these things throughout the year Um, and this specific lesson allows students to dive into science and become geologists themselves learning about the makeup of alaskan rocks and minerals and how to identify them by their properties, and you can do this anywhere. You can, you know, wherever you have whatever rocks you have, where you're from, where the minerals, and you can talk about the natural resources of your state. And it's it's really fun. Um, but I usually begin by, you know, after that song, <laughs> by reviewing vocabulary and what students, of course, can expect to learn from the lesson. You know, what's our ultimate goal at the end? Um, and then I like to ask students, you know, how do you think geologists classify? Rocks and what types of things do you think that they look for? And we talk about texture and streak and color, observing closely. You know, you can smell the rock. Go ahead and taste the rock. I mean, I joke about that, but you obviously don't want to pass around a rock while everyone's looking. (laughs) But definitely, like when you have sulfur and the kids smell it and Mm -hmm. they want to, you know, they, you can use all of your senses to help discover and classify these rocks. And, you know, look at the rocks under a light to see if they're transparent or opaque etc so students are able to you know after they explore I have a I have an Alaskan rock and mineral kit that has Mm -hmm. different rocks um, labeled with what they are and you know the kids are able to feel them and pass them around and talk about them. we classify them based on their characteristics as best as possible we do have an Alaskan mineral and rock kit key that we can use um, to kind of guide guide um, them to what the classification of the rock is. Um, but after they look at the kit um, and usually done with partners, students are able to pull, um, or I'm sorry, so I hand them their, I hand out these jelly belly, the jelly belly beans. Um, and of course they have different flavors. Um, And I also pass out a jelly belly key that is similar to a a rock and the rock and mineral key on how to classify them. So um, let me know if I'm not explaining this right. I'm going to do my best. But if you can't picture it. You're
1: doing great. I'm seeing (laughs) it.
2: Okay, And so they have this jelly belly key and students must start with the color of the jelly bean and follow the lines that most appropriately appropriately describe their jelly belly until they reach the flavor of their jelly beans. So, for example, a student may grab an orange jelly bean, okay. but you don't. But you don't know what flavor that is. I mean, that could be orange. That could be papaya. That I mean, that flavor could be anything. Orange. It could mm-hmm. be like a dark buttered popcorn. I guess that would kind of mm-hmm. be yellow. But I, you kind of get what I'm saying. That you don't know what the, that flavor totally is. Plus, I mean,
1: if you have a mistrust of jelly beans, it could be one of those awful flavors. Exactly. exactly
2: and that was and that was something that i did bring to my class after and kind of joke with them about they weren't on the key (laughs) it was you know what a sock (laughs) would taste like jelly but they did get a kick out of of that you're right um and so so for example they had that orange jelly bean and then from there students would need to determine if the orange jelly belly um, is opaque or translucent um if it's opaque they would find that you know, they would start with orange and then they would mm-hmm. move over to if it was opaque or translucent. And so let's mm. say it um, is opaque, they would then need to determine if the jelly bean has those little spots on it mm-hmm. or if it's a darker color with no spots. And so they would move their jelly bean along that key, answering those questions in their minds or with a partner. And then if the jelly belly is orange and opaque and has spots, the jelly bean would move over to peach flavored um and so on with different you know if, if if it has no spots and it's opaque and dark it the flavor might be grapefruit and so students get to play around with different colored jelly beans using using that classification key so they're not just you know exploring rocks and classifying rocks like let's get some candy in here and let's get some other fun things going where they can still use that same science inquiry and mm-hmm. um, observation and um, that thinking process to to discover what kind of flavor their jelly beans are, and it's it's really funny because you know this goes on and on, and students enjoy discovering if their guesses were correct or not. And then students get to taste you know their jelly beans once they've believed that they've classified their flavor. And I have had the funniest responses because I've had a kid go, "Oh, I'm so excited! I'm going to eat this." this lemon one i discovered it's lemon <laughs> mrs shrine i'm like oh great because now you can taste it you know they have their own set so they're not touching or sharing each other's jelly beans and and they'll taste it and they're really excited and they start chewing it and they go oh and you kind of see their excitement on their <laughs> face wrap and they go that was not lemon mrs shrine and you know i just kind of laugh and and i said you know what you see your face right? you know you kind of see your what your face is doing and you feel what you're feeling and i said that's the same reactions that so many scientists have because you know it's important for the students to understand that geologists and scientists are not always going to be correct in their assessments like their jelly beans rocks can have many different or similar characteristics
1: mm-hmm. but will be
2: different and so it's okay for students to conduct several types of tests and repeat work to check for their accuracy. So I tell them, you know, if you said that it was blueberry and you really got, you know, a papaya flavor or not papaya, like a, I don't know, a different flavor, <laughs> and you're disappointed and you're like, oh, I got that wrong, and that's okay because they're not always going to be correct. I'm like, okay, well, let's go back on the key and try to find out where you might yeah, have Um, and so they just. They love that lesson. And there's so many different ways you can change it and adjust it. I mean, yeah. I've had um I've had kiddos who feel like those um that was kind of easy for them. And so you can bring in different jelly beans that aren't so common. I mean, jelly belly has like holiday flavors where yeah. they have, you know, they have so many different flavors so you could try to give those to students if they want more of a challenge or have students make their own key and kind of go backwards, like trying something first. And then
1: I love that. I love yeah, that. Idea.
2: they So they love this lesson and I mean, it's good for all grade levels. You can go, um, you can do it with, with other candies or other, um, other well, types the, of foods for younger yeah. kids. And the yeah. type of
1: thinking that you're describing here, the way that the, that- the students have to pay such close attention to detail. They have to go through not just the the thought process of a geologist, but if, you know, for example, in my grade level, we're not teaching earth science. I'm teaching science. I'm teaching the solar system. I'm teaching ecosystems, weather. All of those things require precision, and they require you to recognize that if you went wrong at some point, you don't just throw up your hands and say, well, at least I got a jelly bean you gotta go back, you gotta figure out where you made your error you gotta analyze your own decision making your own thought processes and and then go forward and try again you gotta you gotta continue to walk that path and that's i mean it's so applicable to I'm thinking of my students who are struggling with math this last year I'm thinking of students who are uh not willing to go back and take a look at their writing again. I got I I'm done. I finished the thing. Why why do I need to edit? Why do I need to revise? Because we always have to go back and and just make sure that our our reasoning was sound, our evidence was solid, and and if you do it right, you should be able to you should be able to bite into that jelly bean and taste what it was that you're looking for. You should be able to complete this assignment and find the kind of, uh, the kind of, the level of work that that I am holding you to, since we have high expectations for our students. I'd love Absolutely. to know what you learned about teaching and learning and your students by teaching this lesson.
2: Sure. So my, my students, you know, of course, they're learning applications and science inquiry. They learn how to investigate those problems. They develop an understanding of characteristic properties of matter i mean they get to dive in and 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 be hands-on and be those scientists and i you know our curriculum provided to us by the school districts um don't really provide lessons that are relevant all the time to students Mm -hmm. worlds or that help students connect to the environment and the world Mm -hmm. around them and i want my students to explore where they live and have that curiosity about their environment and Alaska um kind of like what I said before is such a rich and diverse and beautiful place and lessons that talk about our natural resources our land um, our cultures here etc benefit students in so many ways they can immediately apply what they've learned in class to their personal world outside of the classroom and they can relate and they remember when they relate and I mean, I just learned that learning should continue to be fun for students. It needs to be hands-on as much as possible. It needs to be relevant to my students' everyday lives. Um, it's so important because they're making those connections, and we all know as educators when you're making those connections with students and you're you're bringing to the forefront. Uh, you know, things that are around them and things that they've seen, they can make more of those connections. And that's really what I continue to learn when teaching lessons like these. Um, It's just so important.
1: Using Jelly Bellies to help kids connect to home. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, best of luck, no matter what grade level you're teaching.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's, It's been really fun to talk about a lesson that I love. Do with my students each year, no matter what grade level I'm in. So, thanks again.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag NTOY22. That's hashtag NTOY22. You can also catch up on the last two seasons on our website at ntoi.ccsso.org. While you're there, you can also learn more about and find ways to support all of our efforts to elevate teacher voice through the National Teacher of the Year program. Until next time.